It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti of Panthers Wire hitting you guys back up again. It is Thursday, April 12th. As always, hope you guys are having a good week. We are rolling here. We are just two weeks away from the start of the NFL draft. It's crazy how fast it has gotten here, or how fast it is getting here, I should say. So with that, I think it's another time to do our old mock draft roundup. We've been kind of doing this weekly as well. We're going to Pick it back up here. A couple of these mocks have been upgraded. This time we're going to look at the latest from Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay over at ESPN. Uh, they actually did a three-round mock draft a couple days ago, so we'll look at that. We'll look at the database over at NFL.com. There's a couple up there. Look at a couple from CBS. We're also going to look at Sporting News. A couple new ones. Sporting News. We'll look at Josh Norris. Over at Roto World and NBC Sports. Now his was you know a couple weeks ago, but it's still his most recent one. Uh, and you know Josh Morse, obviously very brilliant, excellent draft draft analyst. So get him involved. And also Joe Marino, he actually just posted a mock today, or at, le- at least it went out today. And Joe Marino was actually the most accurate. Mock drafter in 2017. If you go to the Huddle Report where they have their contest, Joe Marino was the champion of that contest and had the most accurate mock draft. So we'll look at his mock draft. So a few mock drafts to get to, and we'll get to that right in a minute. You're listening to the Lockdown Panthers podcast with me, Bill Rossetti. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. 
Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. So let's get into it. Let's look at these mock drafts now and see what the latest buzz is right now surrounding the the Carolina Panthers in terms of some of the media mock drafts. So let's start with the big boys at ESPN. And we'll start with Mel Kuyper. Uh, they actually, and like I said before the break, we, they actually did a three-round mock draft each, which essentially t- has turned into the top 100 picks because the Cincinnati Bengals have the last pick of round three, the last compensatory pick, and that ended up being pick number 100. So it's effectively, so a three-round mock is effectively the first 100 picks. So the Panthers, of course, four picks in that top 100. Mel Kuyper still going with Justin Reed. Safety out of Stanford. That was his pick. And kind of the twist to this one, too, is, you know, they're they're kind of saying they were the, they were kind of the GMs there. So this is maybe kind of a... Uh, yeah, this is kind of more of a what they would do as the GM of each team. You know, it's more based on their rankings. Uh, but still always interesting to see how how these boards kind of fall off. So Justin Reed was Kuiper's pick at number 24. Then he went with Tyquan Lewis, the defensive end out of Ohio State, at number 55. And then with the two third-round picks, Kuiper selected... Jordan Lasley, the wide receiver out of UCLA at number 85, and then at 88, Jalen Samuels, the H-back out of North Carolina State. Uh, in- interesting, you know, a nice haul there. Obviously, you guys know how much I like Reed and how much I'm starting to like the fit there and how he very well could be the pick of 24. Uh, Tyquan Lewis, we talked about the, the host of the Ohio State Defensive ends in this draft. You know, we've mentioned Sam Hubbard as a possibility in this draft. But Tyquan Lewis is a solid solid option in his own right. Jordan Lasley really haven't talked about too much though here. Uh, and really haven't you know, really haven't gotten a chance to see him too much, but um, in in Kuiper's in Kuiper's words, you know, Lasley was Josh Rosen's favorite target, as he says. Uh, but does have a couple of off-field incidents, so it's probably going to drop him a little bit. And then Jalen Samuels is kind of that versatile 
chess piece, if you will. You know, some some believe he's a tight end. Some believe he's a running back. Uh, he would be a good fit, I think, in Carolina. You know, he, you know, yeah, they drafted Alex Arma in the sixth round last year at fullback, but you know, Samuels can kind of fit fit you know an extra tight end or line up in the backfield. Samuels was actually the leading receiver or had the most catches of any receiver for North Carolina State, I believe the last two or three seasons. And I know last year he caught, I believe, 76 passes. And again, some some think he's going to line up as a running back. There's some analysts and some sites that are listing him as a running back. And of course, some are listing him as a tight end. He was listed as a running back at the Senior Bowl, but he's still one of those guys that can kind of, you can really mix and match with a little bit. So I think he'd be a pretty intriguing fit for the Panthers. So that's Kuyper's roundup. Again, Justin Reed, Tyquan Lewis, Jordan Lasley, and Jalen Samuels. As far as Todd McShay goes, his first pick was DJ Moore, the wide receiver of Maryland. We just talked about Moore uh, yesterday when talking about all the receivers that the Panthers are meeting with. So I'm not going to get too much into detail on him, but you know Moore's definitely a guy that is certainly rising up boards and you know wouldn't be a bad option. He is a playmaker, as we discussed. He dominated the Big Ten, so definitely a, definitely a solid pick there. Then he goes with Jaron Christian, the offensive tackle out of Louisville. Kind of an underrated player, not Another guy not really being talked about a lot, but kind of sneaking up on people. And the Panthers probably will be looking tackle at, you know, it might it might not be a crying need this year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do take a tackle and kind of start preparing for the future. You know, there's always the possibility that they move on from Matt Khalil after this season. And Christian can be a guy that's, let him, let him sit a year, let him learn, and then put he could be put into the starting lineup come 2019. And then he goes with a couple of defensive backs in round three. MJ Stewart, the cornerback out of North Carolina, very talented. And then Cameron Kelly, safety out of San Diego State. Now Kelly, he he's he's got experience at both positions. He's played safety and he's played corner for San Diego State. But a lot of boards that I've been seeing don't really have Kelly that high. I, I think Kelly might end up being available even later in the draft. I've seen places where he's available later in day three, maybe even as late as day se- or round seven. You know, th- this is probably about as high as I've seen Cameron Kelly go. But, you know, the, the Panthers do need sa- safety help, and again, he is... He is pretty versatile. He he projects as a safety in the NFL. And obviously in this scenario, they've already taken MJ Stewart. So, so there, there's your new, there would be your new backfield. You have Stewart alongside James Bradbury. Kelly is your new starting safety alongside, whether it's Mike Adams or Denor Searcy. So an interesting haul there, but... 
I, I think a lot of people would probably be a little surprised if Cameron Kelly was taken that high. So that's the ESPN guys. So now we're going to move on to the group over at NFL.com. There's actually four on the board right now. Bucky Brooks, who actually was just updated today, April 12th. Charlie Casterly from April 3rd. Maurice Jones-Drew from April 10th. And Chad Reuter from April 5th. I will start by saying this, though. The first thing I noticed when I brought up this page was MJD taking Saquon Barkley number one overall to the Browns. In a way, and then he has Bradley Chubb going number four to the Browns. So you, you almost want to throw that mock draft away because not only does he not have the Browns taking a quarterback at number one, he doesn't even have them taking a quarterback at number four. Now, granted, he, he has them taking two great talents, but the fact of the matter is you've got to take a quarterback, and, and we know the Browns are going to take a quarterback at number one, whether it's Josh Allen or Sam Darnold. But in any event, we're still going to look at who these guys have picked, starting with Bucky Brooks, and he has them taking Hayden Hurst, the tight end out of South Carolina. Now, that's an interesting pick. That's a really interesting pick because tight end has never I, – I know I haven't, and I, a lot of people that I've, that I've read and kind of talked to, we really haven't discussed tight end as a possibility in round one, and particularly a guy like Hayden Hurst. You know, I saw a little bit of Hurst, and I, I thought he looked pretty good. But if I'm taking the tight end round one, I'm taking either Dallas Goddard of South Dakota State, or I'm taking Mike Gesicki of Penn State. I mean, these are probably the two best pass-catching tight ends in this draft class. And even then, the only... And then I just did a mock draft myself, and I'll get to, into that a little bit. And I will say that I did put Mike Kosicki in round one to New Orleans because I really like the fit of Gesicki as the athletic tight end. You know, they've had Jimmy Graham in the past. They've utilized the tight end. I, th I think him in New Orleans to make one more run would, would be a really nice fit. I don't know if I would take Hayden Hurst. In round one, I think that's, I think that would be a bit of a stretch. It's an, it's an interesting pick, you know. I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say it's a terrible pick. You know, Bucky Brooks is a fantastic analyst. I, I just find it really interesting and don't think I would do it myself. Then you get to Charlie Casserly, his latest mock. He agrees with Mel Kiper in that Justin Reed will be the pick. And again, I mean, at this point, there's there's really not too much I need to say about Reed to to Carolina. At this point, it's just a matter of how many other people are kind of following suit. So then we move on to MJD. And he actually is mocking Darius Geis to the Panthers at 24. Look, I, th I think the Panthers are going to take a running back. Are they going to spend another first-round pick on a running back, though? I mean, you just took a, a running back in the top 10 
last season. And then you take a guy in Curtis Samuel who effectively was a running back. You know, he played running back at Ohio State, but was converted to wide receiver. Would the Panthers really want to go running back in the first round in back-to-back seasons? Now, look, Darius Geis would be a great fit. They really need that in between between the tackles running back. And Geis, obviously, is a bruiser. And I I think him and Christian McCaffrey would be a fantastic combination. There's no doubt about it. The question is, again, will they spend a top a first round pick on them again? Will guys even be there at 24? You know, I th- I think guys could could maybe be a top 20 pick. If for example, if he's there at 20 for the Lions, like I'm a little surprised. Now, uh Charlie Cashley did mock guys to the Lions. I think if he's there at 20, I think the Lions are going to jump all over him. I mean, the, the the Lions really need running back help. You know, we, we, we've all heard the story of how they haven't had a 100-yard rusher in seemingly forever. You know, it's probably, it's been, what, 60, I don't even know the exact number, but it's a long time, something like five seasons, that the Lions haven't had a 100-yard rusher. So I don't think... I don't think Geis would be would be there at 24. And if he is, I mean, recent reports are that, it, you know, even teams below Carolina that, you know, maybe they could trade up or hope that he at least falls to them. Pittsburgh, you have to think, really likes Darius Geis. Uh, Philadelphia likes Geis. Our buddy John Ledyard just reported that the Eagles are going to meet with Geis and from the way I read it, they're going to spend four days with him. So there's clearly some interest uh, from the Philadelphia Eagles in Darius Geis. So bottom line here is I would not be opposed to the pick. I would, I would be fine with Geis. I, I think Geis would be a fantastic fit to the defense. I just, or to the offense, excuse me. I just don't think Carolina is going to spend a first-round pick on a running back two years in a row, especially when that first first-round pick was in the top ten. I mean, could it be discussed? Absolutely. But as I've also done in other mock draft scenarios, you can get a guy like Nick Chubb maybe in round three or, or maybe round two, and he could be your between-the-tackles running back. So I don't think you necessarily have to kind of jump the gun there at 24 in terms of running back. Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic ball cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. 
And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. And then, speaking of trading up, Chad Reuter, in his latest mock from April 5th, actually has the Panthers trading up. And we this is actually similar, similar to, I think this is the same scenario as the one we talked about last time from the DraftWire mock draft. Chad Reuter has the Panthers trading up to number 18 to select Calvin Ridley. I mean, look, we've obviously discussed Calvin Ridley many times before. We've kind of beat that dead horse a few times as well. You know, would the Panthers, in reality, would the Panthers be willing to trade up for Ridley? Very possibly. And look, the Seahawks are a, you know, kind of flipping sides here. The Seahawks are a team that I think could trade down. I mean, right now, the the Seahawks pick at number 18, and then they don't pick again until round four. So this right now is their only pick in the top 100. So I think it is a very viable, they are a very viable trade-down candidate. And I will say I, I kept them at 18 for the time being in my mock, but I, I do think they could they could trade down and maybe you know because again the Panthers have an extra pick in the third round they can throw that in and you know maybe move up we'll see um, so it, I mean it'll be very interesting to see what happens in terms of would they want to would they actually want to move up. So let's move on. I've been kind of rambling, so I'll kind of go through these other ones real quick here. So the latest three-round mock from R.J. White of CBS Sports. He has Justin Reed going at 24. Dante Jackson, the cornerback out of LSU, who was one of the fastest players at the Combine. And we, we just talked about him a little bit when we talked about LSU's Pro Day. Ran a 4-3-2 at the Combine and ran a 4-3-1 at his Pro Day. So he's Dante Jackson in round two. And then there's Nick Chubb. I mean, there you go. There's a scenario where Nick Chubb is available in round three rather than going after a guy like Geis in round one. And then in round – their second, third round pick, he has them taking Tony Adams, guard out of North Carolina State. Then we'll go to Sporting News. This is from this is from Vinny Iyer, and this was posted yesterday. He has them taking Isaiah Wynn, and I'm a big I'm a big fan of Isaiah Wynn. You know he he is projected as a guard, and he's probably going to start as an offensive guard, but he can play tackle. You know, that's what he played at Georgia, and he played it very well. And I think eventually he can move outside to tackle. 
you know, I, he's going to start inside, and especially if he's drafted by the Panthers, he, he'll start inside. But he can eventually kick outside. You know, and he's just a powerful blocker. Um, he's, I don't, you know, he's not really a guy that we've talked about much in terms of the guard prospects. It's been more Will Hernandez, Billy Price, maybe James Daniels. But look, I really like Isaiah Wynn. And he would definitely be, you know, among these mock draft roundups here, this is one of my favorite, outside of Justin Reed, this is probably one of my favorite picks. You know, I, I could really, I could really warm up to the idea of Isaiah Wynn as the pick. And then when we look at uh, Josh Norris's mock draft, and again, this was from a couple weeks ago, but still, he has them taking Josh Jackson, the cornerback out of Iowa. And Josh Jackson is, from a, a few accounts, a uh, more of a zone corner, which would fit Carolina's scheme. Um and kind of talk, you know, from what Josh Norris is saying, you, from his opinion, you know, he's 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 got good ball skills, uh, he's good in the red zone. So, you know, Josh Jackson is another corner. You know, we've talked about these corners that that could possibly be the pick if they want to go corner. You know, we've mentioned Jackson, we've mentioned um, Jair Alexander, and a few others. So. You know that 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 would be that wouldn't be a bad pick. It'd, it'd be you know definitely a good way they can go if they want to go with Josh Jackson. Uh, the rest of the CBS mock drafts, at least the latest ones, Chris Trapasso, and again we just talked about R.J. White and Will Brinson. So Chris Trapasso right now has them taking James Washington, the wide receiver out of Oklahoma State. And Will Brinson has Will Hernandez, the guard out of UTEP. And again, we've talked about Hernandez, but let's touch on Washington real quick, though, too. There's a lot of contrast in opinions on James Washington. Some think he's talented, you know, in this case, some think he's talented to be a first-round pick. Some see him falling to maybe the third round. You know, some feel he's not as athletic as others. So... You know, it, it, I mean, when I think of wide receivers and the way some of these boards are, I don't know if Washington is going to be one of the top options, at least if they're looking at receiver in round one. I mean, you're probably looking again at someone like, obviously, Calvin Ridley or someone like Cortland Sutton, uh, if you're going to go that route. I think James Washington might be available at round two. Could even be available in round three. Who knows? But, again, a lot of differing opinions in terms of where uh, James Washington is going to land. And before we wrap up, we'll check out our boy Joe Marino of NDT Scouting. And he also is selecting Josh Jackson. Uh, 6'1", 
you know, he, he also feels Jackson would be a solid fit in Carolina. Mentions that he had seven interceptions and 18 passes defended this past season for Iowa. So Jackson definitely can is uh, is definitely an option. You know, again, if if they want to go corner, you know, we we talked about how Ross Cockrell came in, but you know, more and more you you feel like maybe they could still go cornerback in the first round. Again, to me, you know, and I think because I I've mentioned in the past safety guard and maybe edge. I think you could probably add corner to that group now, too, as far as positions that they can target in round one. And lastly, my mock draft. Might as well throw mine in as well, because I just posted a two-round mock that you can actually find on my blog that I sprinkle out from time to time, Bill Rossetti NFL. I had the Panthers going with Justin Reed at 24. And then I believe I had them taking, let me just double check because there's so much. I went with Isaiah Isaiah Oliver of Colorado with the second round pick. I actually had Josh Jackson going 18 to Seattle. And again, you know, we talked about Seattle being a trade down possibly. Uh, by, by the way, I did have one projected trade in this mock, and that was Buffalo trading up to number six to take Josh Allen. You know, maybe I'll do more, try to figure out more trades. I might even do a, tr- a mock draft with Josh Allen going number one and see how things might play out there. But I, I went with Justin Reed and Isaiah Oliver with two picks for the Panthers in the two rounds. You know, I, I liked what I saw when I watched a little bit of Oliver uh, very athletic, multi-sport athlete too. Uh, he was also a track star at Colorado, uh, and, and a very good, very good track athlete at that. So I, th- I think he'd be a, a solid option there if if he's available in round two. So, so as you can see, kind of you know, obviously difference of opinions. But for the most part, it seems like defensive back, receiver, and guard are kind of the the top options, at least for most of the media. And then, of course, you have Maurice Jones-Drew taking his own stand and going with running back. And uh, Bucky Brooks with his tight end selection. But for the most part, it's either a defensive back, it's a wide receiver, or it is a offensive lineman. That seems to be kind of the consensus thought as to one of the directions that the Panthers could go in. So with that, we'll wrap things up here. Uh, and really appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, remember you can follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And... Again, go check out my latest two-round mock draft over at Bill Rossetti NFL. Uh, it's on WordPress, uh, Bill Rossetti NFL.wordpress.com. Since you know, just doing all the basic stuff for now. Uh, so go check that out. Remember, check this podcast out on iTunes, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. 
And so until next time, this is Bill Rossetti saying thanks for listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network where it is your team every day. But for this particular day, I am out and we'll see you next time right here on L.O.P. Until then, take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.